You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Family Matters. So, I've been asking you if you were raised by strict parents. What impact did that have on you as a child and also in your adult in your adult years now? And if you are a strict parent, how is that affecting your relationship with your kids? How did being a strict parent affect the relationship you have now with your children? Right? And how did being raised by a strict parent impact your life? I want to hear from you on the WhatsApp line 0727021702. Share your experiences with us on 0118830702 through calling us or through the SMSs on 31702. We are talking today about the impact and trauma of strict parenting on children. All parents want to see their children succeed and live a long and healthy life, right? And there's no question that raising a child is a big responsibility with many challenges along the way. But some parents think that strict parenting and harsh discipline lead to more well-behaved kids. But the authoritarian parenting style, where you are constantly and always strict and stern, can have consequences for your kids. It can affect their self-esteem. It can affect them emotionally, affect their relationship with you. So it can affect the development of those children, which is why I want you to share what your style of parenting is and what's been the impact of that on your relationship with your kids, your relationship with your parents as a result of of, of the style that, that was used growing up. I'm going to take some calls, WhatsApps, and SMSs on that. Ruth Anser is a clinical psychologist who is guiding us through this discussion. Ruth, thank you so much for making time. Welcome back to the show. Hello, Ruth. Okay, I'm struggling with Ruth there. I cannot hear Ruth. I'm putting Ruth back to the producers. We're going to try and reestablish that, that line. In the meantime, uh, give me a call. 011-883-0702. I want to know if you were raised by a strict parent and I want to know how that impacted your life. And if you are a strict parent yourself, how does being a strict parent affect your relationship um, with your children? And, and do you know about the different, authori- you know, different parenting styles? Because you can be an authoritarian parent, which I don't think you want to be, or you can be an authoritative parent right which is more of a parent that develops clear standards and are responsive to their children's needs in in a more democratic way ruth answer is back on the line i hope you can hear me now ruth good morning i can sorry i'd muted you so my dogs wouldn't wouldn't be heard (laughs) (laughs) all right all right i'm glad we i'm glad we have you now on the line so strict parenting right um, I want yes. to start off by just explaining where do you draw the line between strict parenting and authoritarian style of parenting? Is there any difference there? I mean, I think that it is important that we that we clarify because there's often this idea that if you are not an authoritarian parenting, so a very strict kind of harsh, rigid kind of parenting style, that there's no boundaries, that there's no sense of consequences. So it's not about either being a very strict parent or a completely 
um, indulge in parent where anything goes. And I think that's where people make a mistake. Just because we're talking about a parenting style that isn't authoritarian doesn't mean that it's a parenting style where anything goes. And I think when we're talking about very strict parenting and authoritarian parenting, um, what we're saying is that is where the parents are considered consider themselves the authority on all matters. And that um, where, where they believe that there's a large power differential and that children must always be obedient and there are strict discipline, rules, communication and controls. Um, when, and there's no questioning of rules and regulations. And often that comes with a very strong, um, there's, a, there's a lot of rigidity and parents can be very harsh and lack warmth. So that is when we talk about authoritarian parenting. Mm. And you were mentioning there's a difference between authoritative parenting. Authoritative parenting is when you still have boundaries and you still have, um, you know, there's still a sense of, of what, what is okay and what isn't okay. But it also has an element of respect and has an element of empathy and, you know, it places importance on communication. Mm. So if you want your children to always listen to you, they might always listen to you if you're an authoritarian parent. However, you're doing extreme damage in, yeah. in the and what because what happens is your children will just not tell you anything mm. if they're worried mm. about your response. They'll learn to lie. They'll because they're so fearful, right? I beg your pardon? I'm saying because they're so fearful. So you don't relate Absolutely. with this person at, a, at the position of, you know, comfortability. I can share whatever I have with you. So, for instance, let's say you are pregnant or, for instance, you failed an exam. You've done something that may come across as disappointing to your parents. You end up being consumed with depression or by depression and, and you're not using the access you have to your parents because, my goodness, if they find out, what are they going to say? So that blocks that opportunity for kids to also be open about their challenges to their parents. Absolutely. And the most important thing when we're parenting children is we want them to grow up to be healthy um, adults who are able to make um, constructive and healthy decisions about the kind of people to surround themselves with and to make choices um, that are good for them. And we can't, if we don't have a strong attachment, if they don't feel a strong attachment to us, where they can um, feel that they are safe with us, that is going to be very difficult for them to achieve. So you have to look at what is your aim. And just because you listen to children and you understand what is happening when they behave in ways that you mm. that disappoint you doesn't mean that you are completely indulgent. It means that you are thoughtful. And and what we we should parenting the the most effective parenting in terms of bringing up children who are not scarred is about mutual respect, attachment, thoughtfulness, reflection and communication yeah what what's the impact on on their person as as, as children ruth uh, i was talking earlier about possibilities of of, of children's self-esteem being affected them being affected e emotionally so far apart from 
the relationship that the children have with their parents and how they can sometimes be fearful of their own parents. What's the impact on them? Well, essentially, we found that children who've been brought up in that kind of environment are often withdrawn, anxious, they display behavioral problems, they um, can be very depressed, and they can also be very harsh and very severe in their relationships with their own children. Um, Because they've been brought up with this, they've also, especially children where there's been often, you know, physical punishments. Um, Children who are physically punished by their parents grow up with this belief that if somebody is supposed to love and protect you, they're allowed to hurt you. And um, so often they might find themselves in abusive relationships or being a or being abusers to other people. Because the examples they've seen is that if you have power over other people, you're allowed to do whatever you want. And I think I heard when you were talking this morning to the host and they said, you know, my house, my rules. Yes. Um, But he also mentioned mentioned that he loves his children and he communicates with them. But I think this problem with my house, my rules, which I hear people say, is it also is used to excuse shocking behavior. And one assumes that, um, you know, there are people who can be very cruel. And this my house, my rules thing that people often sprout, you know, that can be an excuse for, for you know, behaving in ways to your children that can be very cruel. And if you think about it, the only people that you know, won't report you to the police if you treat them in incredibly abusive ways when they're little, are your children. And and I think that that is used by people sometimes to excuse all kinds of relationships. And I think that's also an example of not understanding that um, you can have strict boundaries and you can say, this is okay, this isn't okay. But it needs to come with an element of mutual respect and communication. The way that a lot of of people in the past brought up their children was people go talk about the good old days. They weren't good for many people. They were abusive and they were damaging. And clinicians who work with with adults see the effect that that kind of parenting Mm. has on children. And Mm. we're not talking about anything goes. We're talking about seeing children as um, as as whole people with reasons that they do things. Mm. If you can understand why children are are breaking rules or why children are behaving in ways that that you you're concerned about, yeah. um, you can do a lot more in terms of their development and their growth. If you can understand it and respond to it appropriately, not just. Um, come down with these with these with harsh punishment and, and punitive yeah. measures, which all they'll do is is they they'll they won't learn um, self control because the only control they're learning is that it will come from other people. They won't do mm. something if you're there. Yeah. It, it ruins self confidence. It makes mm. them feel that they're worthless, and it's very hard to feel that you're a worthwhile human being if the people who're supposed to love and protect you. Yeah. And- um, in a way where your where your opinion doesn't count. Yeah, and they they often show you. I mean, in in an in, in in an instance where parents even beat their children, they teach you that that's how you resolve violence. Right? I mean, you resolve challenges with violence. So if someone does something wrong, you need to um to employ violence or violent means yeah. to show them that you have done wrong, and that can have an impact on you. I was raised by strict parents myself. 
Um, and my dad used to beat us up, right? And what that created was we became so fearful of him. Like you end up becoming so fearful of someone and that is not okay because then you lose the father-son or mother-son, mother-daughter relationship, whatever the case is, because you start fearing this person as this terrible person who's capable of assaulting you because that's what it is. And that affects you even when you are, even when you are much older. So I'm glad that we're having these conversations and we're changing our ways of parenting. It doesn't mean you let your kids do as they please. No, but it also doesn't mean that you run to violence in order to show them that this or that is wrong. It's 20 minutes after 11 o'clock. After the break, um, uh, Ruth and I are going to take some call. 702. Family Matters. It's 22 minutes after 11 o'clock. We're talking about strict parenting um, and the impact, right, and the trauma of, of that style of parenting on children. I want to take some calls now and WhatsApp voice notes. And Tabi, you are in Pretoria. Good morning. Hi, Tabi. Hi. I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. Um, I like that this topic is being mentioned about having strict parents because I have um, both parents, but um, one parent is the strict one, which is my father. Mm. And that made the whole childhood very traumatic. To this day, I still hate my dad because of the things that he does. We are not on good talking terms. We are not on talking terms at all. And it just um, builds up for these things where where we also teach our kids that the only way to resolve something is by yes. violence, mm. and which is not right. My dad has been insecure or had his insecurities about whatever, and he 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 threw it on us. Whichever way he got, he just hit us. He he even had a chance to take out a gun on us. Oh my goodness! So it, it 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 is very very. It is such a sensitive issue yeah. that parents don't see what they're doing to their kids. I hate my dad. I I hate him to the core. But yeah. we live in the same house, and he knows that I hate him. You know, mm. like it, it's it's very deep. It's deeper than mm. counseling. It's deeper than you mention it. Yeah, and you know what? I can I can hear I can really hear how you're feeling, and your story is shared by so many other people. And I'm just thinking here, and Tabby, do we sometimes think about our parents and and how they raised us that way because that's their style of parenting that they knew, right? So it doesn't justify it, of course, but mm-hmm. is it is it fair? Or, or unfair of us to also pause and think, yes, we appreciate the kind of damage that this has had on us, on our relationship with our fathers or, or mothers, if the mothers were the ones that are strict. But do we sometimes, is it fair to sit and appreciate that that was their style of parenting? That's what society, that's what their own parents taught them. This is how you discipline the kids. And and it's it's mostly parents nowadays that are beginning to see that, violence is not the answer you know they're reading more you know they're understanding more that to have a better relationship with your kids uh, these are other ways you could discipline them other than the violence or or do you think it's unfair to appreciate how they were raised as well and how they were taught to parent us i don't think it's it's fair for us 
maybe for them it's it's their way of disciplining it's their way of showing us that no this is wrong no this is right but for me i think being i'm i'm expecting my my first child and being mm. a parent i don't think i would want to raise my child the way my father mm. raised me because yeah. of how of how that's how we grew up yeah, you know? so yeah. we learn about these things and before being a parent we are all human I True. mean, the world, we, we, we have so much going on. Mm. And it's it's only fair for us to show some kindness, some kindness and, and some love, you know. That's true. So yeah. I, don't, I don't think from him coming, where he's coming from, it doesn't determine where he's going. So he should have thought about the mm. consequences it will make in the future for, for, for him mm. and for as also yeah no i get you Ntabi. i really do um i get you sure yeah um have you have you guys if if you've been raised by a strict parent have you sat down with them and, and helped them well made them understand why their parenting style affected you negatively because maybe some of them still don't know to this age right because they probably think oh that was the best way to instill discipline they don't understand the psychological trauma you know, that has resulted in. I wonder if, if you have sat down with the parents or as a parent, did you realize the trauma that you have caused for your children by being that authoritarian and, and taking that taking up that style of parenting? And and how did it go? I'd like to hear from you if you've had to sit down to resolve a, an issue like this. Lumga, you're in Centurion. Good morning. Morning, Clement. What a beautiful topic you're talking about. Listen, it's a very difficult thing to be a parent. I am a parent now, and I was born in the 1980s. What I have decided to do myself is that you are unable to change what your parents done, did wrong to you. So what I have decided to do is to see what is it that they are doing now that I should make better for my mm. child. So, for instance, you know sometimes the personalities of our children are more like ours. So what I have, the route that I've decided to take on my side is to notice where, um, you know, she would act in unruly behaviors. And I try to remember, how was I when I was young? How mm. would I have wanted my parents to deal with this? Yes. We are going and blaming my parents because the problem is that you're not going to win. And this child is going and you have to deal with this. But also you have to look at yourself as a parent. Who am I? And then you can't make somebody else to understand themselves and to understand that behavior. Whereas now we, you are brought up in a mm. certain way and you also didn't understand. So exactly. what I've decided to do with my child is to say, I am doing this and this is the reason why I'm doing this. I've, I'm, 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 I don't want you to make the same mistakes, but you could probably make the same mistakes, but at least I would have told you without snaking the child. Yes, because so, you're also reflecting on your time as a young person, you know, how you were behaving and how would I, would I have loved my parents to respond absolutely. to a situation and I'm like not that. perfect myself yes. so I don't want to create a wrong impression to mm, my child mm. and do something that is not correct and then I'm now coming to say you know bombarding her and making a hello you and showing how bad she is just because so it's important to the parenting journey is also a journey for you as a parent to also get to know yourself and get to know your child so that you can make things a little bit better because we can't change what has been done 
uh, by our parents in the past. So you have to deal with it with yourself so yeah. that you can give better results to the person that you are now raising. Oh, Lumka, great contribution, man. Thank you so much for calling us. Ruth, after the headlines, I'll give you an opportunity to respond to Ntabi's call and, and also Lumka's call. And we'll take more of your experiences on the WhatsApp line as well on 072-702-1702. 702 Family Matters Alright, let's continue with our Family Matters conversation We are talking about the impact and trauma of strict parenting on children Ruth, before I take more of the calls and WhatsApp messages I want you to uh, respond to that call we got from Tabi and, and also Lumka Because Tabi was talking, I mean, she was saying I hate my father And that just speaks to the impact that his fa- her father's parenting style has had on their relationship. I mean, she says at some point the father took out a gun on them. And, and I think maybe this is an opportunity as well to just differentiate between strict and being strict and, and abusive. And what I liked about Lumka's call is how she is using her own experience and saying, hold on, how did I respond when I was young? I mean, how did I behave when I was young? And, and, and and if I was my young person, how would I have wanted my parents to respond to whatever I was going through? Any reflections on that? Yes, well, I think, Ntabi, you know, completely understandable that the feelings of, 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 like, hating her dad, I mean, just to have gone through those kind of experiences and feeling so terrified, um, you know, it does, you, even if we can understand that that might be, you know, what our, what our parents might have experienced when they were children, it doesn't alleviate the damage. And you have to still, as an adult, live in the same house as someone that has done so much harm. It's really understandable that those feelings of, of, of deep resentment and hatred are there. Um, because, you know, you can't feel safe when there's somebody the person who's supposed to protect you is threatening your safety. And then I think the second caller, you know, such important points about self-reflection and self-awareness. Because when we become self-aware, we can parent consciously. And then we don't project our own emotional needs onto our child. And we can look at, you know, what was going on when we were that age. You know, that's so important. So I think that self-awareness, that self-reflection, that ability to make conscious choices about how we respond, not necessarily just, you know, impulsively react to our children, means that we will be far more connected. And it leads me to a point that I feel is really important. Most children actually want to please parents that they feel deeply connected to. Mm. They more readily will listen, cooperate, and take advice from a loving, warm, and connected parent. And that's really what we want, is we want that connection to be strong enough um, that we, the people they turn to when they're in trouble, you know, so it's really important that your your children in times of need don't feel, I can't tell my parents they'll kill me, but rather I need to reach, I need to turn to my parents. We want to be the people that they turn to. And we can only do that if they're not scared of us, but they know that we care. Um, and, and that's, and then just one other thing that, you know, instead of just looking at a knee jerk reaction, is looking at the surface level of our children's behavior. We need to look at what it's actually saying to us. And if we can understand that, 
um, we can respond in a much more constructive manner. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's listen to these voice notes that have come through and then I'm going to go back to the lines. Hi, Clement. I'm catching this conversation in the middle, but uh, I think I understand what you guys are talking about. It's a bit of a painful one, but I, th- I just thought I'd share my side. I-, I will remain anonymous, though, as I know my father listens to the station. Um, I once told my father that if he ever laid a hand on me again, uh, he might as well stop calling me his son, and I will stop on that day calling him my father. And by some miracle, it's worked for me. Unfortunately, not my siblings. Yes. Anonymous. Sure, anonymous. Hello, Clement. Clement, my name is Dewo. Clement, my dad is so strict, Clement. So strict. I used, I, I, I used to get a beating for everything. Every little thing. It's a beating, it's a slap, it's a kick, you know? So, you know, so when I grew up, I used to have this anger against him, Clement. Eh? Like, we can drive from Zoe to to Polokwane without saying a single mm. word to each other, Clement. Mm. I don't hate him though, but I'm not close to him, Clement, because of the way he used to make me feel, you know. Sharp, Clement. Yeah, I'm fair too. That's that's a story of so many people. It's a mm-hmm. story of so many people where they are not even able to relate to their fathers because they fear them, right? And mm. I mean, you will drive and not even have say a word. And then sometimes it comes as though you don't love them or, or you prefer maybe their mothers over their fathers. But there's a lack of understanding of the impact of how they raised you on your relationship. Um, what do you do then, Ruth? I mean, is it, is it worth then sitting the parents down and saying, I know you've done your best to raise me, but here's how that style of parenting has affected me because sometimes it helps when someone says to you i'm sorry that i made you feel that way i'm sorry that um that's how we came across as as your parents when you were growing up and maybe that can do wonders it can somehow mend the relationship is it worth sitting parents down and helping them see what they're probably not understanding now i think it's it's really individual and people's responses will be different. There are some children, um, adult children, who've been so hurt that they pass that. But if you, are, if you are able to, and you feel that there may be a chance that there'll be a more understanding response, of course then it might be worth it, because otherwise at the moment you have no relationship. But if you're going to have that conversation, you have to be emotionally prepared for the fact that the person may not respond in the way that you want them to. So if you're having that conversation, it's got to be enough for you that you're expressing how you feel. If you're having that conversation because you need the person to apologize and to, to kind of say, I wish I'd done it differently, you may be very disappointed because some, some people might, as they grow older, you know, recognize, but other people will say, Oh no, you just spoiled or, you know, this is, you just you just weak. So the the response might be also hurtful. So it might be worth doing it, but you've got to prepare yourself for the different kinds of responses. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, there are people who mellow with age and are able to be reflective, and other people, you know, I mean, I, I work with people whose parents absolutely deny that they ever raised a hand to them when hmm. it was so clear that they had been, you know, very abusive. But they either selectively have chosen not to remember or they just won't admit it. 
So, you know, it really depends because some people can get very defensive. Mm. But when your relationship is at such a, at such a level of disconnection, um, if you, if it's important to you and you're able to do it and take the risk that you won't get the response you want, then it might be useful to, but I would say prepare, speak to a therapist or speak to someone that you mm. feel close to mm. and prepare yourself because you might um, not get the reaction that actually will make things feel better. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so when I go to the lines now, uh, let me just read a few messages, text messages that are coming through. Uh, one says, hi, Clement, it's quite sad how my mom criticizing my strictness towards my kids and yet I learned the style of parenting from her. Another person says, I'm regarded as a strictest, strictest parent and I need help on this as at times my kids are afraid to approach me when asking something because they know that daddy will just say no. This weekend, my eight-year-old said to me I was yelling without hearing his side of the story. So he said I need to take a chill pill. Uh, <laughs> but what I don't like is is his naughtiness at times. Um, I do need some help. Another person says, Hi Clement, I was raised by extremely strict parents who also conformed to a particular orthodox church. My childhood was traumatic. I did not have a life up until I was 18 and went to varsity. As a result, I have a weird personality as an adult and lack of confidence. I resent my parents. I have um, rebelled against religious formations. Another message, I'm a strict parent, Lament. My daughter and I are also great friends and respect each other always. We both have very clear rules and no leniency. She has a very strong personality and prefers the strict structure. Strict does not mean abusive. And here's the last message here. Someone says, I was brought up by very strict parents. If I was having fun and was going to be late, I knew I was in for a hiding. But if the fun was worth it, I'd just accept the punishment. I make friends easily. Have never been to a psychiatrist and I'm extremely happy 74 year old 74 year old i'm still well-mannered considerate and even though i resented the strict parenting when i was a teen i really appreciated it once i was an adult lindy where you were calling us from soweto good morning hi clement i just want to say i was also raised by very strict parents and you know i used to lie about a lot of things only because i didn't feel that i could be honest with them and looking back, the lies were so unnecessary. So in raising my son, I took the good from my parents' strictness and gave it my own flavor. My kind of parenting right now is give and take. You know, mm-hmm. I will say, and my child has got a voice. For example, when my son was little, I used to say, to, to encourage him to disagree with me if he felt that the rules were too harsh. Mm-hmm. The only condition was that he had to substantiate his argument and be respectful. He learned to negotiate, and every time he wanted to disagree, he'd say, Mommy, let's make a deal, you know? And um, when he reached teenage years, he's he a, a very guy, good guy who happened to be a man. Yeah. He said to me, I must give on the little things so that when the big things come, it doesn't feel like all I ever say is no. Yes, you know? wow. And I also, in raising him, in raising my son, I was also very honest. And I said to him, I was raised by strict parents. I used to lie unnecessarily. And I didn't want that to be our relationship, mm. you know. So, and, well, being a teenager, he did show me a flame or two. But because <laughs> he was kind of a YouTube, yeah. we, I could put my foot down and say no, you know. Yes, yes. And 
But one thing about parenting is very difficult to stand your ground because these guys can push your can push boundaries. But once you've invested in making them feel that they have a voice and they can also voice their opinion, mm. in my view, it worked for me and my son. And he's a young man in his twenties now, and mm. our relationship is great. That's amazing, Lindiwe. That's that's really that's really amazing. You've created that environment for for that relationship to flourish. Thank you for sharing your experience with us, Lindiwe, in Soweto. Linda, you are in Johannesburg. Hi. Hello, Clement. Hey. Uh, Clement is. Um, you know, I find myself in a very difficult situation. Um, I have uh, a partner um, who has a very different. Uh, Parenting style from mine, and she she's uh, very harsh, she's very, you know, loud, and you know, uh, sometimes she would you know slap the child and mm. you know, and say you know harsh words, you know, and and never apologizes for anything. Um, I grew up as, as somebody who was abused, but I was I was able to turn that around, and, you know, and, and and make it my motivation to become a better parent. Mm. You know? right now the one that I have. I'm expecting another two uh, in the next few weeks um, with the same person. And mm. it, it just makes me feel afraid that, you know, how, uh, what kind of a family are we going to have? What kind of children am I going to have in the future? Will I uh, uh, be able to, to to show them that, you know, um, you know, they don't have to subscribe to their mother's attitude? Mm. Have you... It's just, have you spoken to her, Linda? I have countless times. I've asked parents to talk to her, and she would deny it. And she would say that, you know, I make uh, our son, you know, disrespect her because when I call her uh, uh, to order about the abuse, you know, um, she, she, she's always defensive. Mm. You know? Even right now, I wanted her to listen to this, and, you know, she just hung up on me. Oh, sorry about that, Linda. Look, there's going to be a podcast. Um, there's podcasts of our conversations at the end of um, of the show. So I think check it out and maybe send it to her and just keep nudging her and convincing her to just take a listen because I think she may she may be able to learn a thing or two. Ruth, um, any response to Linda? I think what I'm picking up there is the so it becomes complex now when you've got two parents and they've got different parenting styles. So one criticizes the other because oh you are too soft on the kids or no 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 you are just too strict on the kids and that just creates conflict on its own it does and while we do want parents to have a united front i think that you have to be very careful when it comes to a parent who is very um very harsh and is using the kind of um you know methods that linda's partner is using and and there i think it's very important that you do have a voice to protect your children as well. And I would strongly encourage Linda to to go and seek support from someone who can help with both you and your partner in terms of parenting. Mm. And try and, you know, you can talk about the fact that you have different parenting styles, but also to gain insight from a professional in terms of what can happen with the kind of parenting styles that are so different, especially with ones where you Mm. are physically and emotionally abusive because your children will go up, um, you know, bearing bearing the the scars of that. And just in response to um, the the 74-year-old who had very harsh parents Mm. 
feels it hasn't affected him in any way, and that's wonderful, and I'm so pleased for him. But just because one person isn't affected by that kind of parenting doesn't mean yeah. that other people aren't. That's true. You know, the thing about parents, um, many people say, well, it didn't, it didn't harm me. Well, it might not have harmed you, but it certainly does harm other people. Yeah. And we have to have more empathy and compassion. We live in a violent, angry, cruel world, mm. and we mm. need to, to show our children um, compassion and empathy within the context of a boundaried, um, containing relationship. Yeah. Because, you know, there's so much we need to make them as resilient as possible for the outside world. And we can't do that if they're vulnerable and damaged and frightened because of the way they've been parented. Yeah. We're going to take a quick head break. When we come back, more of your calls. 702 Family Matters. Eight minutes before 12 o'clock. Let's take more of your calls. Uh, Pranov, you calling from Sentin. Good morning. Hi, how are you? I'm all right. How's it? Uh, thank you. Yeah, I grew up with really, very strict parents. Um, I get abused physically, but I got abused emotionally. And I'm not that old, but years went by and I had a kid. And I've had to try and live with that abuse and know when you go to your parents up till today. I'm still afraid of my parents. It's over 10 years. I don't really speak to my parents. Um, and we've got sure. a very broken relationship. Mm. Um, when you so afraid to tell them you've done A, B, and C, and the reaction turns out to be so negative, you just go with fear and anxiety. And up for that reason, today at my age, I live with anxiety, I live with depression. Sure, and I'm a psychologist. Oh, oh man oh man you see and those are the consequences right i mean how old are you now pranav i'm 29 sure yeah are you seeing anyone uh, you said you're seeing a therapist now yeah i see a psychologist uh, mm. ongoing the damage that has been created oh good luck ah good luck man ish yeah these are the long-term consequences right these yeah these are the long-term consequences there's a voice note that's also come through. Just to follow up um, comment on the on the comment before. Now I learned at a very late stage that actually my mom was raped. She was a rape survivor, and so then we I could understand where her, her insecurities and her fears came from in terms of us as girls being around um, men or you know being exposed to my dad's friends or yeah any any other type of of, of guy so or presence of a man so hence my mom tried to protect us as much as she could as the girls but yeah she projected a little bit of i don't know coldness uh, fear and yeah to a certain extent it did it did affect our adult life mm. yeah so the problem with that ruth is not all parents, in fact, most of the parents are not open um, with their children to that level where they can share their experiences so that the kids get to understand, you know, where this parenting style comes from, right? I mean, a lot of us, it's, listen, this is how we are. This is what you expected to do. You don't do it. These are the consequences. And it's never a let's sit down. The reason I'm behaving this way or I'm so strict towards you is because I went through this and I don't want you to go through this. So sitting down and communicating, that's another problem on its own. It doesn't happen as often as it should be. Very much so. And I think the the ability to communicate openly 
obviously within the realms of what's appropriate. But but the mom who said that she used to negotiate with her child, I love that because it meant she she made him feel like he has a voice and that's what's important. That we communicate openly with inappropriate boundaries, um, but you also allow your child to have a voice. It's not just these are the rules because and I mean, these are the rules because I say so. But it could be um these are the rules because this is what I'm concerned about. Um, this is what would happen if not. So having communication, not just um, telling, you know, kind of being the voice of you will do this mm. or you, will, you won't do this, but actually communicating, talking about feelings, talking about ideas, and being interested in what your children have to say. Yeah. That, is the, that is the most important tool in building the kind of relationships that um, will survive difficult times. I mean, we're hearing now how children have no relationship with their parents because of the hurt, and that is incredibly sad and difficult. Yeah, oh, Ruth. Actually, this this conversation is actually very triggering, um, even for me, really. Um, there's a message here from someone who says a painful topic, and the sad part, the oh, the sad part is that um, my mother used to used the fear of my father to get compliance out of me. That's a message there. Another message says, Hi, Clement. I spoke to my father about this issue, and he apologized. He said he did it because he wanted us siblings to have a great future. I have tried to move on, but sometimes when I think of it, I really get emotional. And I think I understand why you get emotional, um, Anonymous. I, I really do. Mm-hmm. Ruth, thank you so much for making time. Yeah, it's, I'm understanding more and more how, how painful this conversation is. And I think we'll probably dedicate some time to do healing hour, um, from this. But I, again, thank you for making time to guide us through this this discussion, which has really been, been a painful one and triggering for many of us. Thank you. Ruth Ansa is a clinical psychologist.